She had it going on. Still does. Hey, bro. Shirley Bruce. And begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of And the Winner Is. We are your hosts. I'm Joey. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast about things we like. And it's all about one-hit wonders today. From the beginning of time to now. <laughs> Did you, uh, I noticed, I'm looking at my list right now, so of course I, I wrote down, you know, my top 40 or top 50 here. I would say half of them are from the aughts or newer. Uh, maybe five of them are from the 90s. And then another eight are 80s or older. So it, it def- there's a definite recency bias based on what I grew up with. Yeah, my honorable mention is from 1974. And then my top five are from like 1984 until like 2002, probably. Do you think most people like the music that they grow up with more than other generations of music? Yes. Yeah? I do. Because there was like, so we looked at an insider article that was published only four days ago. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, but it it had like the top 57 song, like one hit wonders of all time. And there were so many on there that I was like, I wanted to include. Oh yeah. And I also watched a YouTube video that had a really, a lot of really great ones. Then we also looked at Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people will probably pick songs that they grew up with. Yeah. Seems normal. Because you don't realize, like, they're one-hit wonders at the time. Well, I guess, why would you? That's yeah, a stupid no, thing to say. <laughs> Never mind. He erased no that. But then there's this other phenomenon that I feel like people fall into this trap of whatever album or song that they listen to first of a specific artist, mm-hmm. that's their favorite one. Yeah. Yep. As opposed to maybe looking at the full catalog later once you know an artist's whole catalog and then saying, oh, actually, now that I've heard the whole catalog, it's this. No, people just want the nostalgia factor. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too. Um, there are there were some artists that I was like, what? They're not a one-hit wonder because I liked them so much and I listened to all of their album. But then I realized, oh, yeah, that was the only song that was ever on the radio. Yeah. Which is really bizarre. That happened with Modest Mouse. You were thinking Modest Mouse was not was a one-hit one hit wonder. But they are one-hit wonder. Yeah, Float On yeah. was their only radio hit. Hmm. And I was like, there's no way. And then I looked into it because I loved them growing up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I went through my alternative phase. <laughs> I am still in that quote-unquote phase right now of my life. Um, I was going to say, I think I had the opposite problem. I was nervous that... Uh, the band Jimmy Eat World, the song The Middle. Yeah. Remember that song? Yep. Uh, I kept looking for that to be a one-hit wonder. But fortunately, it didn't appear on anyone's list. I think they had other another song. So, yeah, no, I was very, very pleased with that because they're one of my favorite bands. They're still making music. They have a ton more music. So, well, that was great. Yeah. Oh, I almost, I almost spoilered oh, something. Okay. <laughs> but here's how I am defining one-hit wonder. Oh, sure. There yeah. are lots of different definitions. You can get really critical, but basically what I'm looking at is a singer or a group that has only experienced real mainstream success with one hit song. And I also want to test this theory. Often people will only remember the name of the song and not the singer or the group behind it. Ooh, fun. Okay. So when I go through my list, I'm going to say the name of the song and then you have to try and guess the artist. The artist. Okay, fun. Okay. So yeah, basically a single top song that hit the Billboard chart at one time or another and then basically disappeared into obscurity. Okay. Or just like didn't have as much success. Yeah. 
man, that's I feel like that's going to be even more true as time goes on because I would imagine that the number of one-hit wonders and singles to become higher as time goes on as there are more artists and just more accessibility and exactly yeah yeah so okay so do you want to start us off then yeah so do you have any honorable mentions oh yeah i mean i have so many good ones on this list i have one and it was on my list but then i discovered that there are many remixes of the song and that the one that i actually like is a remix oh okay kung fu fighting Yes, by Carl Douglas in 1974, and it's the Uptone remix, which is actually the most popular version of the song. Because I was like, I looked up the song, and then there were all these remixes listed, and then I clicked on it and found out that he did an album that was entirely kung fu fighting remixes. Oh my god! It was just 14 different versions of the exact same same, song. Yes, same song remix. Yes. And so this one is the most popular remix on the remix album, and it's got, like, the little pan flute thing. You know you know how I feel about the oh, pan flute. Oh, you love the pan flute. But it's, everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah. That's not in every version, that little really? flute. Oh, yeah, wow, the, yeah, it's not in the original version. So, fun fact. That's a key, that's a key sound. The, can, uh, the pan flute changes the oh, game. Oh, my gosh. That's got to be one of the it's worst. probably not even it's, a pan it's flute. It's probably a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> the worst instrument Still ever cool. made. Um, <laughs> I had the almost the same problem. I almost put uh, the song uh, "There She Goes." Yeah, that one. There she I goes. Do. I love that song. And I found out from this process of researching that that song, the one that I like is actually a remake of an original version of that song. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't even know that it was a, uh, a remake. That's a bummer for you. I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about it? No, that's all That's all I have. Okay. Do you issue. have any uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, my two honorable mentions um, are Baby Got Back. Baby by, Got... By Sir Mix-a-Lot. By Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yep. Just because it's... It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's fun to sing along to. I, I felt like I sung sung it a lot growing up for whatever weird. Yeah, reason. they played that at like youth night all the yeah. time. And then in it got like school. A, oh, this weird resurgence after Cameron Diaz danced to it in Charlie's Angels. I remember. Oh, really? I, I, I feel like that happened. Well, didn't it also kind of come back when Nicki Minaj did that Anaconda song? Oh, did it? Maybe because he says like, "My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, huh?" Yeah. You can oh, do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Oh, man, it's such a fun song. <laughs> I just so love Baby Got Back. And then yeah. Wheatus. Wheatus. <laughs> Teenage Dirtbag. Yes. It's just That's just such a high school song. Now, a lot of my, the songs on my list are in that same vein. Yeah, mine are too. They're kind of punk rocky high school vibe songs. Yeah. I mean, definitely not my number five. Is not punk rocky. No. Or high school, but. Well, neither is my number. Oh, oh. You're saying the one you the kung fu fighting wasn't even your number five? No, that's that was my honorable mention because okay. it's not it's not technically the original song; it's the remix. Oh, okay, I but see. I still wanted to mention it because of the pan flute thing. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> okay. like I can't resist talking about a pan flute. No, that's true. Okay, what's your number five? My number five is Mbop. Oh, nice classic. Do you, do you know who sings Mbop? Yeah, Hanson. See, they shouldn't have been a one hit wonder, and they're still making music today. No, that uh, the what's the middle kid's name? Taylor. 
Taylor, yeah, the Nick Jonas of the group, basically. He's the one that writes the songs. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's super talented. He's still writing music, and yeah, yeah. He's, he's a talented songwriter. They're great. It was 1997, and I put this on my list because I remember the first time I heard the song. I was in, like, third or fourth grade, I'm pretty sure, and I think that's when I, like, re- un- like started to understand what a real crush was, because <laughs> I had a crush on Taylor. On Taylor, okay. The middle one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old one was, like, blech. He's, like, the Kevin Jonas. He's, like, the worst well, one. I just, no, I, th- I disagree. I thought he was pretty cool. The oldest one? Because he looked like he was, like, in his 20s, actually, while the others looked, like, five years old. Well, I'm pretty sure Zach, he was the drummer. I'm pretty sure he was, like, 12 or 13. Can I share a really embarrassing story? I would love to hear it. So I would be, rem- or uh, my good friend Peter would be upset with me if I didn't share this very embarrassing story about <laughs> Hanson. When I was younger, I liked Mbop, the song Mbop. And when I found out that the youngest kid, Zach, who was like 10 at the time or something, was the drummer, I was a drummer. Yeah. So I got this book called Zach Attack. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because I started becoming obsessed with Zach from Hanson. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, I want to be like Zach from Hanson. Oh, so I got man. Zach Attack. Did Even it, like, at, teach you how to play the drums or something? He, I don't, it was like a, a, a biography, <laughs> like a 10-year-old's bio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was 12 or 13. Okay, well, it was a 12-year-old's bio. <laughs> and even though I was only 10 at the time, I was made fun of that for years and still am today. So yeah, someone's going to reach out and make fun of you tomorrow. If I could go back and not get Zach Attack, I would go back and not. You would actively, that's a, your... Would you say that that's the biggest regret in your life? Somebody comes up to me and says, Joey, here's a time machine, but you can only use it once. I go back to age 10, Joey. <laughs> oh, my God. And I... I There's I, nothing else you would change? <laughs> you wouldn't take back the Moroccan rug? You wouldn't have gone home with Michelle? <laughs> Story for another day, but perhaps. Michelle probably listens to this podcast. Okay. He's just waiting. Yeah, he's waiting. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yeah, so Mbop is my number five, and it's amazing. And now, here's a sampling. Uh, All right. My number five is Steal My Sunshine. Oh. You're going to get this. By Len. By Len. I love that song. That was, um, it was my number six. Uh, I really like Steal My Sunshine just because it gives me uh, super duper summer vibes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just makes me, I think, don't they say something in the song about like the California heat? You've got an ice cream cone with nine scoops. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, something an unusual feat i can't remember but the lyrics are just super silly but it just makes me feel like uh the dog days of summer you've got like an ice cream cone in your hand and you're mm-hmm. just like walking along the pier or something yeah. with your melty ice cream cone <laughs> i like that guy's voice too it's really interesting yeah it's really bizarre yeah i really like that and like the intro of that song is so iconic Ooh, it's so iconic with the yeah yeah the little beeps and boops <laughs> And the talking. There's a lot of talking in this song, is which is there? unusual. Yeah, I don't like they, that. they talk between each verse, and then the girl gets the second verse. I don't remember that at all. No, no, no talking. I don't remember. No. Well, maybe this will refresh your memory. I know that it's up for me. very very good transition all right my number four i think this might be on your list i'm gonna be 
in parentheses, 500 miles. <laughs> that is on my list. That is my that is my number four. Oh, well, what a queen. Why did you think that was going to make my list? Um, I don't know. I just had a feeling. <laughs> it seemed like you would be into it. it. came out in 1988. You were just a wee babe. I was just a wee babe. You might not have even existed yet. I did. I existed. That's true. <laughs> Charlie and I, my good friend Charlie and I, used to just shout and chant the song for uh, unknown reasons. I have no idea why we were so into the song. I'm going to be, but we would we would sing it at concerts and like try to get the yeah we would try to get the the crowd singing it or at like uh, high school house parties. Or it's a high good, school games. It's a good like gang vocally type of song, right? Yes. Yeah. And we would try to we would get lines of like guys during lunch to like <laughs> link arms and just be stupid idiots and and shout this song <laughs> at the top of our lungs. Uh, we thought we were so funny. Yeah, we I were pretty funny. Yeah, you're you guys are very funny. Still you got can it. talk about the grandpappy sometime. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I don't have any stories about any of these songs, which is really unfortunate. Um, I just like it. It's a great song. It feels it's a great song. When I imagine this song, I'm th- it's kind of got a romantic feeling. Well, yeah, to me a little bit. You'd walk five hundred miles, and then you'd walk five hundred more just to be the man to walk five th- or walk of over a thousand miles to walk up at your door or whatever. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I just keep thinking of like Scotland or Ireland. That's so funny. I think of like the desert. You think of the desert. I think of like. I think of meadows. I don't. I think of like walking through the desert. And like finally arriving. Like you had you survived the desert. But I would walk five hundred miles and I would walk five hundred more to be the man who walked a thousand miles and fall down at Okay, my number three might also be on your list. Mm, okay. I could definitely see it. Mm. Ninety nine red balloons. No, but that I wanted that to be on there. Oh, I love that song so, so much. Who sings it? Oh, um, starts with an L. It's like a three-letter word again. It's like a lit or a len or a... No, it's like Nena. Oh, Nena. Yeah, yeah, Nina? yeah. You're right. Nina? Nina. <laughs> I don't know. Nena could be Nina. No one knows because she's a one-hit wonder. That's true. But she's German, right? Originally sang it in German. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1984. Good year. And I guess I do have a story about this song. Okay. I don't ever remember hearing the original version, but I do remember hearing... Well, actually, that's not true. It might have been the original version, but I'm pretty sure the first time I ever heard it was in the Mary-Kate and Ashley classic, Mm. Our Lips Are Sealed. That's the one where they are in the witness protection program and they move to Australia and they're at the theme park with their love interest because they always have love interests in every single one of their films when they travel to a different country. And that song is playing as they're like bopping around this theme park and i was like this song is so fun it's just so fun (laughs) what i just think that's hilarious i i have a chance right now in this moment to use a young person's term quote unquote a young a youth term (laughs) that's a weird flex but okay oh yeah kids say that (laughs) kids do say that i see your mary kate and ashley ashley thing is a weird flex yeah i love mary kate and ashley Everyone my age loved them growing up. Okay, I've got a song about, or I've got a, a story about this song, too. Okay. Mine is, I first heard this song, I think it was on it's Tony... the Goldfinger version. Exactly. The yeah. Goldfinger version it's on Tony Hawk's version. Pro Skater. And I love Goldfinger. He's my favorite producer, John Feldman. Great band. Wait, he is? Goldfinger is John Feldman? Well, he's the singer of Goldfinger. What? Yeah. 
The singer of Goldfinger is my favorite producer, John Feldman, who oh now produces gosh. lots of amazing artists. That's cute. Yeah. He holds the record for the most uh, uh, shows performed in a single year. Wow. I believe with Goldfinger. So here is what I'm going to say back to you. Sure. Your Tony Hawk thing is also a weird flex, but okay. It's like the same thing as my Mary-Kate and Ashley. Why is that? It's not the same thing, is because, it? Yes, because I first heard it and liked it because of a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, and you first heard it and liked it because of a Tony Hawk video no, game. No, no, but I would have gone It's in, the same no, thing. No, no, it's different because the Tony Hawk video game thing would have been, I bring up the Tony Hawk, then I go into like, here's the level where it comes up. It comes in during the airport sequence. It's important the- for people to have context of which movie. <laughs> Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen had a ton of movies. Yeah, but you gave like the synopsis. I did because people wanted to know. The people demand. People were like, oh man, our lips are sealed. I can't remember. Is that the one in Paris? No, that's Passport to Paris. There's a lot of reasons why everyone <laughs> needed to know the synopsis of the film. <laughs> What's your number three? My number three is My Own Worst Enemy, 1999. <gasps> oh, lit? Lit. Freak. I almost said the F word. Oh, Because man. I was going to say, yeah. Because I love <laughs> Freak, that song. Yeah. And that song continues to play on 93X. I feel like every time I turn on 93X, which is not very often, that song is still on the radio. My Own Worst Enemy? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. They play that all the time. It's such a California punk rock song, and Minnesota rock is more like guy with low voice singing about country music type of content. Like Trapped. <laughs> trapped <laughs> yeah, came up on, on, on 93X. One, no, the one hit wonder list. Ooh, I love Trapped. Yeah, there's some other if stuff. I could go too, back and add Trapped. Um, it's too <laughs> late now, though. I'm, I'm, I'm dug in. Anyway, my own worst enemy. Um, I just I love the guitar parts in the song. They're so heavy. They're so in your face. Um, the verses are super simple. This is just such a cool punk rock song. laughing because i'm looking at my number two okay shall i go yeah why don't indulge me okay my number two is blue in parentheses daba d oh my gosh this would this should have been my number one i didn't realize this was a one-hit wonder yeah. i loved this album so much maybe it just didn't even even occur to me that this was a one-hit wonder yeah do you remember the band yeah, Eiffel 65. Eiffel 65. And so now that we now that we've got gotten things going. No, sure. I'm remembering um stories about some of these things. Okay, okay. So, what I went to my first ever international trip was to Europe when I was 16 years old and I went with a group of a bunch of other kids that weren't from my school. So it's like a bunch of strange kids. Why are you why are you laughing? Go on, go on. Oh, is this just too much information for you? Is this a weird flex, but okay? No, no. Anyway, one night. Wow. So we're supposed to stay in the hotel. Yeah. But one night, a group of us sneak out because yeah. of course we do. Yeah, because you're feeling blue. We're feeling blue, Daba D. <laughs> and we want to go down to like a little club, club action. Yes. Because you know you're 16 and you're like, I want to know what, what European 
youngsters do. So I'm, I want to know what the club life I'm is like. I'm going out to the club. Spoiler, the, it's not great. Yeah, I mean, it's very loud <laughs> and whatever. And there was this one weird kid in the group that, like, didn't talk, like, the entire trip. But for some reason, he decided to sneak out, too, which was very odd. Sure. Because, like, we all talked about it. Okay. And, and then he just, like, was there. And we were like, okay. And he, like, never talked to anybody, just sat in the corner. And then Blue Dabadi comes on. Yeah. And he goes completely crazy on the dance floor. And it's, like, one of my favorite memories of that trip. Because, and then he, like, talked after that. He was like, oh, man, I love this song. And he just went nuts. And it was super fun. That's awesome. I f- he's like me with Gangnam Style. Oh, yeah. And Gangnam Style can't make this list because that's not a one-hit wonder. No, no. He's got quite a few hits now. He's got all the hits. Gentleman, Daddy. Yeah. All of all of, all the, of all three of those hits. <laughs> but he's one of the most popular people in... Or one, one of the most popular artists in South, uh, South Africa. <laughs> South, South Korea. <laughs> I am losing my mind. Anyway, Blue Dabadi is an amazing song. And I, as a 32-year-old, would like to go back to a European club and request this song. And like, I don't know, take like a pill, take like a magic pill (laughs) and then just like (laughs) go crazy. That's the perfect description. This, yeah, (laughs) this is perfect for a European club. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like that German like synth. Oh yeah. Was like everywhere at the time. So my number, uh, my number two is, f- oh, I just about said the artist is uh, Stacy's mom. Oh, by Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. I how knew can, this was going to be on your list. How can you? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. How can you? You were just talking about it. Forget it. What? Oh, was I recently? Day, like yeah. in our life? In yeah. Our everyday life. You're like, do you remember Stacy's mom? And I was like, yeah, she's got it going on. <laughs> she does. <laughs> wow. Does Stacy's mom? Admittedly, Stacy's mom going on. has got a bod of a god. Let's wow. say that. That music video. Yeah. was something else when stacy's mom comes out of the water well yeah as like a 14 year old or however we were okay, old wait, we were i was like I, that's a mom okay here's another, here's another. <laughs> i have another embarrassing story that i that i don't think you know is i almost just snorted nice <laughs> is when i was younger uh we had a friend i i won't name this friend but you will later uh i will later <laughs> uh, we had a friend who i had been told had a very hot mom (laughs) (laughs) and everyone had said she's she's super hot yeah but i had never met her and one day we go we go over to the house and she answers the door and as soon as she answers the door I start laughing because I, because everyone was right. She was super hot and I just, I like couldn't talk to her. It was like, how old were you? Probably like 16 oh, or 17. Perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like a movie theater style. Hot mom answers the door and I'm just, it's like super bad. I'm just like, hey there, Mrs. Blankety Blank. Uh, yeah. My name's what, uh, you know, I just can't talk. Yeah. You don't even have a name anymore. I was tongue tied. Yeah. Yeah. Was she like Stacy's mom, or not quite that to that level? Well, she, she didn't answer the door in like a swimming suit or anything <laughs> like that. That would be weird. Any dino that would be quite weird. Um, <laughs> but I, but she was, you know, she was attractive enough to make me go, "What 
this you are not a mom we should look her up and see what she looks like now (laughs) (laughs) oh man wouldn't that be fun that would be that would be something she probably knew she was a hot mom right you would guess she probably knew i mean especially if if uh, you answer the door and this kid is laughing (laughs) right and he's just like tongue tongue tied she's joey grow up go grow up um but yeah she liked me I'm sure. I'm sure she was super into <laughs> that's, you. That's an eye roll. I can hear everyone eye rolling. Yep. Um, anyway, Stacy's mom. <laughs> it's just such an amazing punk song. It's so simple. The harmonies are fantastic. It's just super silly, but also it, it's like the perfect balance of Blink-182 style humor, mm-hmm. of like 16-year-old boy humor. Yeah. Without getting gross or offensive. Yeah. Without taking it too far. Without taking it too far. Yeah. And so I just I just love that. Mm-hmm. Stacy's mom. She had it going on. Still does. All right. Still does. All right. My number one and my winner is Barbie Girl. Oh, this is a classic too. By who? Oh, um, Aqua Man. Just Aqua. Aqua. <laughs> Simply Aqua. aqua. Okay. I was a huge fan of Barbie growing up and a song dedicated to Barbie is a worthwhile endeavor in my opinion. And I just thought it was so bubbly and fun and that's all i've got this uh so my sister got this record and when we started playing it it wasn't until like a year or two later that i realized oh, these songs are pretty re-. it's it's like listening to greece as a child and, and going <laughs> oh greece it's just happy fun times but then you listen back to the lyrics of greece or to barbie girl mm-hmm. or some of the other tracks on this album and you're like this is pretty raunchy yeah undress me everywhere or undress me anywhere yeah you can touch my hair (laughs) undress me everywhere yeah pretty raunchy stuff but uh great tune it's an amazing tune and the guy talking is just so yeah barbie let's go party There's a lot of good stuff happening there. I was really hoping that the Venga Boys only had one hit song, but they had two. Oh, because you wanted Boom Boom. Boom 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 Boom. Yeah, I want you. What's the other one? We like to party. Oh, is that the creepy Six Flags song? To party. What's the creepy (laughs) Six Flags song with the old man dancing? It could be We Like to Party. Yeah. Do you remember that creepy I do. commercial with the old man dancing? Absolutely, I do. That is nightmare fuel. Yeah. We should watch that <laughs> We should soon. watch that right after We should after watch this. it after this. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, I just had to bring up the Venga Boys, even though it's not a one-hit wonder. I just also really appreciated them when I was a teen. Oh, man. Like a middle schooler. All right, what's your number one? All right, my number one and my winner is... Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. By Yellow Card is what I was going to say. Oh, shoot. Yeah, Sorry. I... Oh, man, I loved Yellow Card. This sh- They should not be a one-hit wonder. They should not be a one-hit wonder. They had a bunch of great albums, a bunch yeah. of great songs, Lights and Sounds, 
Paper Walls. Anyway, they, they got great all stuff. Of the, I really liked their first album. Oh, man. I, that may have been my introduction to, like, that California style. The California style punk rock. I think we kinda. were in, like, ninth or 10th grade when that came out. I'm pretty sure I had my driver's license. Oh, man. Yeah, this is such a great song. And the drummer in that band was so good. He was so good. Yeah, he was He was good. The snare rolls. Yeah, I loved the snare rolls and the hi-hats and the and the, and the, the bass kicks. The, the bass kicks, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he knows what's up. The guitar tone at the big at the beginning of the song is super iconic. Yeah. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. We were both sixteen and it felt so right. Sleeping all day, staying up all night. Yeah, he's still uh so I don't think they're a band anymore. I did I got to see them a few Aww. times at Warp Tour. Uh but I think he's now plays just for fun with a uh, Newfound Glory as like just another guitar player. Oh yeah, we saw Newfound Glory. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yellow right. card. That's like the pop punk anthem of 2004. Yes. Oh yeah, 2004. Yeah. I had my driver's license then. Nice. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. Uh my number 5 was Mbop by Hanson. Number 4, I'm going to be parentheses 500 miles by the proclaimers number three 99 red balloons by nena slash nina um my number two blue in parentheses dabadi by eiffel 65 <laughs> and, and my <laughs> joey is dying laughing I'm losing it with your parentheses <laughs> parentheses dabadi dabadi and my number one is barbie girl by aqua your last two are just so similar. I did. I wish I had thought of those. Um, my I was f- a I was a wannabe um, German synth clubber when I was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So my number five is uh, Len. Steal my sunshine. My number four. I'm going to be parentheses five hundred miles. <laughs> yes. My number three is uh, my own worst enemy by Lit. My number two is Stacy's mom by the Fountains of Wayne. Actually, it's just Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. There's no the. Yeah. My number one and my winner is Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Amazing. So I have to do a bit of a uh, self-promotion-y thing right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Because I have only been a guest on another podcast when it was um, a podcast on our own network, which was the President Unicorn. Oh, my God. The President Unicorn (laughs) podcast. I can't speak. And I was a guest twice. That's why no one asked me to be a guest on anything, uh, because I can't talk. But I did get to be a guest on a travel podcast called the Adventure Bound Podcast. And it was just really cool. And I just wanted to plug it and tell everyone to go listen to it. Yeah, everyone should listen to it. You're a great host. You've got tons of... I was a guest. Well, yeah, but but I'm saying from my experience, you're great on podcasts. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, everyone should go listen to my awesome wife talk about her travels on the most recent episode of Adventure Bound from February 25th. Grace Scott! 